Dos Marcos Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. So have you heard of muck banging? This is a real world word word muck banging yeah yeah no no idea what that is okay so i'm watching have you ever seen the show uh cbs sunday morning yeah i love that show yeah it's a great show so that's where i found out about this but muck m-u-k-b-a-n-g is where people have youtube channels where they simply eat food and people watch them eating food come on and there's a woman on there who is the feature of this story, who was a millionaire. In the first nine months, I think she said, from eating food and then people watching her online. And she said it's very heavily uh, geared toward uh, Koreans. And I think the theory was, you know, people are sitting there alone and maybe they didn't have anybody to interact with. And so instead of eating a meal by themselves, they would watch somebody eat this giant plate of food and just kind of, listen and hang out with them like they're having dinner with someone you know what if this podcast thing doesn't work out we can start our own muck banging uh youtube channel uh, man when you start looking at the numbers i mean what about this two guys sitting across from you having dinner that's the show just you and i <laughs> eating see we got we add our own spin to it instead of one person it's two well, and but in in our show we we're drinking bottles of great wine, probably Elman Family Vineyard wine, and uh, yeah. soaking that up. But um, you know, I, I here here's where my head goes with stuff like that. Why in the world would you take up any time in your life watching someone eat a meal? Like I just don't get it. You know what I mean? I now I watch TikTok videos and stuff like that, so I guess you could probably argue. That that's just as uh, as silly, but I don't know. I don't get it. But. See, and that's the thing. I think that's what we need to pause on. Just because we don't get something doesn't mean it's not appealing to other people. So true. You know, and, and, and when you look at product development through just your lens, or if you're a merchant looking to buy products for your stores, and you look at it just through what you like, then you're in big trouble, right? I mean, that's right. That's right. That's why. I mean. Yeah, it's just such a crazy thing to think about. Just somebody sitting there. Who, who would have thought that 20 years ago, there there are people that will become millionaires by sitting there with crab legs and some mashed potatoes and other people watching them. That's how I made my millions. So 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 here's here's another path for us. Um, how about bed banging? That right? that is not, that is not going to do well in search. Well, nope, <laughs> you're going to get some. You're going to get some very strange results if you Maybe type in bed banging. Maybe it does really well because they think they're going to like dial into that and there's going to be some like sexual content, but it's not. It's just, you know, me sleeping. It's like me getting ready for bed and all the ceremony with that. You know what I'm saying? Like getting the pillow just right and, you know, and then climbing into bed. And then they can just watch me sleep. <laughs> bed banging. Hey, you know what? Here's what we'll do right now. Go to your Google search, type that in, and tell me what the first result is. Okay. I do not want this in my search history. Oh, really? But you want me to have it on my okay. search history. Okay. Bed banging. Here we go, Kinsley. 
Um, stop your headboard from banging against the wall. Four steps and how to prevent that. Prevent your headboard. Um, Syrian, wow, Graham and Syrian bed banging. It's a video. Okay, I got to look at that. Bed banging, loud wood impacts creeks. It's all about, you know, headboards and things making noise. So. Whatever the bed's making noise. Okay, well, that's good. I thought your, your search results would be triple X right away. Not too bad. So anyway, yeah, how you been, man? How was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great. Yeah, it was the first time I haven't traveled in 14 years. That's nice. So I got to stay in the neighborhood. We had a house full of people, which is just the way I like it. We had a phenomenal spread fire in the fireplace i mean it was all american i had a faithful hound coiled at my feet it was the all-american scene and wow, that's that's beautiful tell me about you do you guys stay home or travel well we so the Japanese eagle football team so we were going to go to houston and um we decided not to go to houston because our football team you remember the greatest football game ever played i wrote a blog post about that Young man in Joplin died this year, um, football player, and so they've been playing with a lot of purpose. We have a very talented team, but anyway, so we went undefeated in the season, and uh, we made it all the way to the state championship. So you go to the University of Missouri, and you play in the big auditorium there, 70,000-seat stadium, I think. And so that game was uh, over, over Thanksgiving weekend, so we didn't get to go to Houston because my kids, both in high school, wanted to certainly go and support the team. And so we got to do that. We got beat. Kinsley, it was like... We have two D1 players and they have like seven, right? I mean, these guys are private school and loaded up with talent. So I kind of feel like it's not totally fair. But anyway, um, we were winning at the half and um, we gave them a game, but they they pulled it out and beat us. But so really proud of our guys. So anyway, we stayed here and got to go do that as a family and with the community. And it was really cool. Mostly for a town like Joplin, you know, a sporting team makes it to that level. It's just really incredible to see what it does for the people in the town and everyone gets so excited and we had my gosh we had a lot of people travel so it was pretty neat but uh, that's what we did so that sounds like a great time i have to wonder i've never stood next to you at a football game or a sporting event Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you you out cheer everybody from a volume perspective next to you (laughs) well um so (laughs) So it depends. Bridget like uh, gets annoyed with me if I'm yelling too much, so I'm like aware of that. But at a football game, because you're outside, right? Like you can yell, you get away with yelling. Like if I'm in a basketball game, especially one where my kids are playing, like I'm forbidden to like do a lot other than anything positive. Anything I yell has to be great job, great shot, good training, you know, whatever. I can't like give any instruction, which I think is fair. Right? You don't want to be, hey, you don't, you know, don't do that or whatever. But a lot of parents do that kind of stupid crap. Uh, so anyway, at a football game, you can you can yell louder. So there's that. But um, I, I feel like it's my job to point out to the referees if they get it wrong. So I mm-hmm. kind of feel like I have a role in the game. And yeah. uh, that's what me and my little group of guys do. And we uh, we're happy to point it out. But no. Yeah, we're, we're pretty loud. I don't know. I just can't sit on my hands. Can you? I mean, are you like a, you know, do you yell a lot at a game to cheer them on? Yeah, it depends. It depends. Yeah. I mean, if there's a yell worthy moment, I'm up, I'm up and yelling. You bet. I yell pickleball, Kinsley. So there you go. Um, oh, so by the way. You, yeah. Pickleball video. You, you need to give me some of that video. No, I know. I got your shorts now. Bridget's like going to, um, they were wrinkled when I got them in the mail. So you need oh. to like send those out pre, pre, pre pressed if you want. Okay. Yeah. I got. Um, no, but are you a Black Friday guy? So like Thanksgiving, do you like get up early and go online? Is Tara that way? I mean, 
big Black Friday results this year, and I'll I'll feed those to you. But first, like, do you do much of that stuff? So this year was a little bit different. I had a couple of key things that I needed um, for Englander, and okay. so we're redesigning the showroom, and we're buying all kinds of little this and that's to to decorate it. And so I had a big list for Englander, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of of some of the deals on Black Friday and buy some of the some of the decor for Englander. I don't know if I got the best deals on the planet, but I thought I'll at least give it a sporting chance during a time of year when typically there are some good deals depending on the category. Yeah, so you 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 participated. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did participate. And I did find a deal uh, uh, on a watch that I'd had my eye on. It was like basically like 50% off. And uh, I'm not a big watch guy, so I don't want to spend a ton of money. So I took that 50% off to the bank. Well done. Yeah. Bridget loves to shop. So she's, she doesn't get it. She used to get up early and do all that stuff. But anyway, um, and a lot of other people didn't either, Kinsley. Um, and I'm not a shopper, um, so I don't do much myself. But um, a lot of people didn't get out of bed this year and go into brick and mortar stores. As a matter of fact, according to CNBC, um, Black Friday sales for brick and mortar stores dropped 6.2%. Um, after Thanksgiving Day, um, and they rose a little bit the day after. Um, and this headline says the pullback in brick and mortar stores mirrored a surge in Black Friday online shopping, um, which this year hit 7.4 billion, an all-time record uh, for the day. So people staying home and shopping in their pajamas, and uh, definitely seeing um, some negative impact at uh, brick and mortar stores. Surprise you or not? I don't think so. You know, I, I saw some video. I don't know if you saw any of this, but um, I, I don't know what feed it came through. But um, people like in a store freaking out, trying to get deals, like in a battle with people, literally fist fights and people throwing stuff. And there's little kids there. And I think that for a lot of people, it's the crowd. It's the overly aggressive shopper. Like, I think people are just trying to, like, avoid that um, potentially. So maybe that's part of it. Um, also, having to get up and leave your house and find a parking space and being cold weather. And, you know, there's just a lot to convenience. So, um, yeah. But I so, no, I guess it doesn't surprise me. Not even a little bit. How about you? No, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, it, all of those reasons, you know, the reasons we've talked about in the past that people started buying mattresses online which were really around this idea that it's, it's convenient and it limits the hassle that goes along with, with the purchasing. I mean, we, we, we know, I mean, we get it. Like that's why people are buying stuff online. And if you can get the same stuff and a reasonable return policy, then you know, why go fight crowds and waste gas and all the other stuff that goes along with it? I mean, I, the, the numbers reflect that attitude. There's no doubt about it. So we're recording on Cyber Monday, right? That's today. Today's Cyber Monday. And so um, Black Friday, it's kind of funny, right? The e-commerce guys hijacked Black Friday even after being given Cyber Monday. <laughs> so the, the online guys uh, are getting to participate in both. And so where they said $7.4 billion um, for Black Friday, they're anticipating, Kinsley, that was $7.4 billion done online for Black Friday. They're anticipating a $9.4 billion Cyber Monday, according to Adobe. So how about that? That's a big number. That's a huge number. 
Um, here's some of what I've heard in relation to the furniture and mattress category, though. Uh, there have there are a few articles floating around that said don't buy a mattress on Black Friday or Cyber Monday because it's not not that good of a deal. Now I don't know if they were trying to split that out and talk about brick and mortar versus online because if you search some of the known players um, in the roll pack mattress space, you know these direct to consumer brands um, that started online, there there are plenty of deals out there for consumers looking for a roll pack mattress. Um, but but I think when you look at okay what drives mattress sales, you know it's colder weather, people aren't moving to a new house typically this time of year, and those are big. Uh, you know, signals for the uptick in mattress sales. So I, I don't know from a category standpoint how well we did, but also, you know, we as an industry have a tracking problem whenever it comes to figuring out uh, where those sales are coming from. So it doesn't it really go to what we talk about a lot on this show, which is, you know, if you're a brick and mortar guy and you see that decline of 6%, you know, it's probably going to be similar next year. The anticipation of that to create an experience in your store. And if you're not giving the consumer a reason to be in your store that is different than other days, potentially, right, then why would you expect your business to be good? You have no reason for that expectation to sink its tentacles into your brain in any way. Right. You're, right. You can expect the same results because we know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Right. So I wonder if we can like take Black Friday off the table and talk about like Christmas holiday season, the holiday and the Christmas season and making it like a map. Like how do you make that season a mattress buying season instead of what it traditionally would be, which is a stuff, you know, stocking stuffer and not a mattress buying season. I, right. Right. Might so, as well shift gears. So, but before we talk about Christmas, cause I love that topic, w- w- you know, the one holiday, I think it makes the most sense. And I love it because it, it connects what we do Kinsley to the emotional part of what we do. The number one holiday for selling a mattress, in my opinion, should be Valentine's day, Valentine's day. Yeah. Valentine's Day, right? It's like, what what a better, like, you could talk about the intimacy part for sure, but it's not even that. It's more about buy it for each other, right? There's really cool handles to that. We'll, we'll do that on Valentine's Day. But anyway. Hey, so, you know, that's a great, great, like, thing to plant, like a seed to plant now because it didn't used to be this way, but President's Day sales around the mattress category are really big. And you could just extend that right into Valentine's Day or, you know, get some more mileage out of your promotion in some way and just switch it over to Valentine's Day because that's all going to land at similar times. So let, let's put us on the spot, right? Well, hold on. And, before, we, before we put ourselves on the spot, all right. we should mention our, our good buddies at Nationwide um, because we are going to be uh, around that, you know, Valentine's Day season really close to them. We're going to be speaking in Houston. Because Valentine's Day is always when? February what? 14th? Yes. And we're going to be speaking, or we're going to be there speaking at the Nationwide event February 9th through the 12th in Houston. And that's your hometown. You're coming home, baby. They're probably going to have a ticker tape parade for you. That's my hometown. And I love it because we keep getting messages from people saying thanks for beating. Like, I, I feel like we're just constantly beating people over the head with their live event. But I think we should because it's a really great 
um, event to go to, primetime is. And they're saying thank you because the, apparently the first hotel is already sold out. And so, but you, do you know what do you know what Nationwide just did to to add value to their membership even more than what they already have? I you saw know, the press know, release coming up from our our friend Amy. Yeah, do you remember meeting uh, Melissa Stenson? Yes, I do remember Melissa. Yeah, she's, she's a rock star. She's a rock star from Sterling. She's from Sterling Events, and and Sterling actually does a great job. I. There was um, a couple of things I saw them trying to address, even with our Dos Marcos podcast stage. And those guys were all over it. Super nice. Great to work with. Anyway, so she worked for them and um, was a big advocate, maybe a, an account rep that serviced Nationwide. I'm sure Nationwide's a big account for Sterling. But anyway, she is a rock star and she just joined Nationwide. And so after 20 years of being at Sterling, she's now going to be Nationwide. Her title is Vice President of Member Experience. And they're going to bring her in to do everything they can to make sure that their members have a great experience being part of Nationwide. Pretty cool, right? And I tell you, just being somebody that's uh, on the peripheral, more of in a support role like you and I are, they are so hyper-focused on their member experience and making that um, something that's world-class. So you know that's a very important position. And they do a phenomenal job of just loving on their members, taking care of them, and making it a, a, a huge um, impact on their lives. And speaking of impacting lives, we can't get away from talking about Nationwide if we don't mention what happened with uh, packing up one million meals to support No Child Hungry. Um, you know, we're just coming off on the heels of Thanksgiving, and they have a partnership with No Child Hungry, um, which launched at primetime in early 2018. And now you see, you go to these Nationwide events, you have people in like these 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 hats and and gloves and the and the aprons and the whole thing and they are packing up meals for no child hungry, and just since 2018 they've packed up a million meals to make sure that kids have food and are not going hungry. What a what think a about, super cool thing. Think about the impact of that, and they're also turning that into an event for their retailers, so that they can actually run that event and have people in the community come to their store and pack up meals with them. So what a cool way to uh, bring people in, to have purpose behind your business. Uh, so anyway, I love it. So anyway, um, congratulations to Melissa um, for joining the Nationwide team. And if you're listening to this and you're a Nationwide member or you're not, you need to get to primetime and uh, we'll see you there. It's in February and uh, we hope to get to meet you in person. Nationwideprimetime.com. Nationwideprimetime.com. You can get all signed up. And if you're not a member, you can find out how to become a member and you can come and you can meet Mark Quinn in his hometown. Well, in our Kinsley, more importantly, and uh, he'll let you even touch his hair. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, hold on a second. What did you, right? just, you committed me to CBD oil and hair touching? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I'm going to commit you right now to some brainstorming. Are you ready? All right. Put me on the spot. Let's do All this. Right. So, so let's, let's try to get to 10 ideas on how retailers can promote the mattress, sheet, pillow, the, the sleep category to consumers either on face, either on social media, right? Or in advertising or creating experiences in store. How do you bring attention to the mattress category, kind of connecting it to, to the holiday? You ready? Let's do it. You wanna go number one? Um, okay, so number one, what if you became the host of a caroling event. Who doesn't love music? And maybe you you gather at your store to begin the caroling process and then you take people out on a bus and you go to like 
Yes. Um, maybe a nursing home or, or someplace like that, or you go to a neighborhood and you know the bus has your branding on the side and you go caroling. Or you say, come to our store and you get to hear all of these songs by this choir or this caroling group right in our store where it's comfortable and it's you know fun and easy to hang out. Caroling, number one. I love it. Number two, I'm going to, I'm going to play off of that. How about a caroling competition, right? So you could literally have people come in and have different caroling groups, and then you could bring in other people to watch it. And then you could literally um, have judges and at the end of it say, okay, these are the best Christmas carolers in all of Savannah, Georgia. So a Christmas caroling competition. Let's keep playing off this idea of in-store events. I mean, if you think about one of the most famous uh, little stories, rhymes of all time, it was "Twas the Night Before Christmas." So, what if you created some sort of little stage play? And I tell you, back the backbone of that whole story is this: "Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, because they were sleeping on Englander and Spink and Co." So the people that aren't stirring, of course, aren't stirring. And you have a hard time waking them up when Santa Claus is there because they're sleeping on your mattresses. So you modify the play a little bit. You get some theater groups involved. You get all their family and friends and members. You get some media attention because of it. And you have some fun with it with your own spin. I love that. And how about to build on that exact idea, um, even if it's not a theater group, what about the local high school? Right. They've probably got a drama club or something like that. It wouldn't have to be necessarily grownups get kids involved, get high schools involved. I love that. That's a good one. So a stage play, put on a little play right there in your store. That's very cool. How about this? How about a slumber party for kids? Like you, you made me think about like um, getting up in your PJs. How about a slumber party for kids? You, you bring kids in and um, everyone wears their pajamas and you have someone there that's going to read the book. They you get a really cool big chair with a fake fireplace in the store maybe and you serve hot chocolate and all that stuff. And then all the kids go find a bed and everyone like crawls in and they got a blanket. And then you have someone that reads Twas the Night Before Christmas, right? Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Here's another one. So what if, and you could do it maybe as an activity when the kids were in store or as a separate independent activity, but you have something called stocking stuffers for kids and you literally stuff stockings similar to what Nationwide did with No Child Hungry you stuff stockings um, with oranges and apples and candy and some small gifts, and you go out and you get other people in the community involved to supply some of those items. So then you're getting exposure for your friends in the business community, you're getting them aware of the program, and you're bringing more people into your store to have an assembly line of stuffing stockings for kids uh, in need. That's a great idea, I love that. And you serve the community and you connect with the people in your um, market. That's so cool. And people love it. When they see businesses do stuff like that, they love you for it. So it's not that you're telling them something that they have to remember. You're making them feel something that they will never forget. Um, okay, Kinsley, how about um, how about a, um, what was I thinking? Like an ornament event, right? An ornament share or ornament making session. You like literally in your store, you set up like almost a craft stations where kids can come in or parents can come in and you can literally make your own ornament and maybe even on the ornament somewhere, there's a little like tag of your brand maybe, uh, or you give away free ornaments of your store to everyone who comes and participates, 
or um, yeah, but an ornament, like a craft event. So people can come in and kind of like sit with each other in the community and like make build ornaments in the store. And by the way, you could do that at any time. That's also a great event for kids. So you can just leave the craft table up in the corner of the room. So when mom and dad are shopping for a bed, maybe the kid can go over there and make an ornament. Love that. That's a great little side activity in addition to making it a primary activity. Here's here's one. I mean, what does every family want to almost make sure they do at Christmas time with their kids? Get your picture with Santa Claus. Oh. So then you have Santa Claus and maybe maybe Santa's, maybe you advertise it as Santa's going to be sitting on his favorite mattress and the pictures actually take place on some of the products. You know, maybe you have an adjustable bed involved, um, something like that, but make sure that, that you kind of brand it as Santa's favorite mattress and you have pictures of Santa Claus. Maybe you have, you know, pictures of Santa and the puppies, whatever it is. Um, everybody that I have talked to wants their kid to get a picture made with Santa Claus. They tag you online and maybe when they tag you online, so make sure and tag us online with using this hashtag. Then everybody's entered into a prize to win Santa's favorite mattress. So you, get, like meet, you get all the exposure from sharing in, in the social aspect, and then you can circle back and announce your winner. How about pictures with Santa laying in a bed, like in an adjustable, right? So call it Santa Snuggles. And you got to be careful with this one. <laughs> but like everyone goes to the mall and he's sitting in a chair, right? So what about like Santa in flannel pajamas, right? Like a total legit, like, you know, nothing goofy about it, but like, you know, and uh, you can call it Santa snuggles. Like, I mean, like who has a picture with Santa in a bed? Nobody has a picture of Santa in, in a bed. Do you? Well, only M Mrs. Claus. And those are personal. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, how about this one? How about a mistletoe theme? Okay, never mind, because that could go wrong, too, couldn't it? <laughs> no, I like where you just keep digging this hole, snuggling with Santa and then wait, mistletoe wait. over the top of his head. How, I got it. How about a special thing of mistletoe that is made to go over the headboard of your mattress, right? So you'd, like, rig something up, and everyone who buys a bed in the month of whatever, and you could post this idea on social media, everyone who buys a bed in the month of December comes in, they're going to get this free mistletoe thing that attaches to your headboard and hangs over your head at night. So every night you get the mistletoe kiss. How about that? I think that's really cool. I, I think that's interesting and different and it would grab people's attention. And every man out there could say, honey, we're going to buy a mattress. <laughs> we need the we need the help and the mistletoe is it's a must you can't not be under mistletoe you got to cast if you're but you know what would be really fun um this is just more like a display item that maybe you could put out by the road or out front but you could you could actually turn one of your mattresses into a sleigh and then Ooh. decorate it with some of the blow up items and ornaments and make it a really cool kind of photo op and um even then like you can turn some of that stuff into a social promotion where you say Hey, stop and get your picture made in front of, uh, you know, Santa's sleeper sleigh and tag us on social media and you can win a $50 gift card, you know, or something like that. Just just tie it back into social so you get more mileage out of the work you put into a, that type that, of display item. That's a great idea. And, you know, you could also do a make the sleigh. It wouldn't be hard to make the sleigh out of the adjustable base. Right. The display right? sleigh. Like articulate it and like turn that into the sleigh. Right. Yeah, fun. And then, yeah, put some reindeer out front and have some fun with it. There are plenty of pun opportunities to play off that. So how about a commercial, Kinsley, where, you know, like 
when 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 it's Christmas Eve and the kids go to bed and we've been to church and it's not so much now because my kids are freshmen and seniors in high school, but you'd be so exhausted because you'd like do whatever on Christmas Eve and then you got to put all the stuff together, right? And so you're up sometimes till two and three in the morning because you're putting all this crap together for your kids. What about that moment? Like every all like the, the parents, you know, coast to coast deal with it when you're done. And there's that moment of truth when you get to go to that bed after, you know, it's like the the reward for like getting all of it done. And, you know, you could like really play off the entire holiday of, you know, you know, kids choir shows at school and, you know, charity events and all the hectic craziness around the holiday. The apex being the night before where you're built. And then you finally get to go to bed and that's the reward. And it's like this huge payoff and the mattress is the hero of the whole thing. I love that. Here's another spin on that. Uh, when I was growing up, we would always open like one gift um, or maybe the gifts from grandma and grandpa on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah. And then, you know, Christmas mornings when Santa Claus comes and all that. So what if for Christmas Eve, like the commercial was the kid for Christmas Eve, got a new mattress from your store. And then Christmas morning, the parents are sitting there because kids always get up early on Christmas morning. <laughs> the parents are sitting there like, it's like nine o'clock. Where, you know, where's little Timmy? And, you know, cut to him like resting in his, you know, Spink and Co or Englander mattress or the mattress from your retail store. And it's like, you know, some things are, you know, are worth waiting on when you have the perfect mattress. That, that is so like, I love it. Like the parents are down by the tree and like they're up and like, where, where are the kids? Yeah. 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 And another uh, thing to think about just from a, from a messaging standpoint too, is when people come and stay for the holidays, you want them to be comfortable. You want them to feel welcome and you got to check that guest bed and make sure that it's, it's not in rock hard shape unless, unless it's somebody you don't want to stay for a long time. Yes. There you go. Um, how they can um, make their own sleep shirt, right? So you can like decorate a shirt like with whatever, like you can make it Christmas themed or whatever, but people wear pajamas to bed. A lot of people just a t-shirt and shorts or whatever it is, but you can make a, like a, a sleep shirt potentially. Yeah. These are some really, these are some really good ideas. And you know, you, you think about kind of the holiday season and how cold it is and people want to be inside more and you want to kind of hibernate. Um, one of the one of the coolest gifts you can give, and one of the things that you can offer people, um, is from our friends at Pure Care, and it's all about picking that right blanket. Oh, that is so true. Um, and what a great gift to give. Um, and doesn't Sarah have something good to say about that? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing really fantastic. Thank you for asking. What's going on in your world? Because you're sleeping well, right? <laughs> well, mostly, yes. Okay. Well, yeah, right. Um, but we all have those days, right? <laughs> so, um, so tell me something. Um, I'm, I'm into this. You've got me convinced that the whole weighted blanket thing is like a, something I need to explore. But I got a problem. Yeah. What? I have, I have no clue. Because I know there's different weights and sizes and all that stuff. And probably the people listening to this, if they're caring, then maybe they even have the question. But how do you help people navigate that, like getting the right one for them? Sure. Oh, a couple of super simple things to keep in mind. Um, first and foremost, and our, our packaging for the product includes all of this as well, uh, which is great because it has to do with 
the total body weight of the person shopping for the blanket. And I gotta say, from a consumer standpoint, that's not really a conversation I wanna have with my RSA. So have no fear. Um, all of this information is really conveniently located, but for our purposes today, and for you, Mark, the general rule of thumb is that the weighted blanket that's right for you is between 10 to 12% of your total body weight. Um, so we have- Go ahead, like, go ahead guess, what, what, yeah. what's that number? What is 10% of my body weight right ahead? 15 and 20 pound blankets for adults. So that 15 pound blanket is- to Say I, that I weigh 200 pounds, is that what you just said? That, then you're the 20 pound blanket, congratulations. <laughs> That's, no, I think you said, Quinn, <laughs> you weigh 200 pounds, so you get the 20 pound blanket. I heard you, but that's no, cool. No, we're not even going there. We're okay, not even go going ahead. down that path. All but right. it makes it really simple to pair these products with the right user. So that is really um, something that I think we tackled effectively and really well in our product. And there's a second key to this, which I think is really important. Uh, the overall size of the blanket, you'll see a lot of different ranges depending on who is offering weighted blankets. Some people offer king and queen size weighted blankets. Keep in mind that this is a personal use product because that 20 pounds that's in your weighted blanket, uh, Mr. Quinn, is supposed to be applied to just you. In order to get the full benefit, that full 20 pounds is applied to just your body. So you can see how expanding that into a king or a queen size, now you're splitting that total weight between two people or a lot more square footage and you're not getting all that benefit. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go that ahead. Makes, that makes total sense to me. Like you want it draped all, like if it's draped over you, you want it to like go down both sides of your body to kind of hug you, right? If there's another person under that, then it won't do that, right? Yeah, this is your own personal hug. Your wife will have to have her own weighted blanket and we'll work that out after this call. But that's, that's the main two things you need to remember. 10 to 12% of the total body weight and order a product that is fit for you as a personal use. You, you know, I, you and I actually talked about this the other day, where even if you just look at your own covers, so I was telling you about my incredible tensile sheets, thank you again. You're very welcome. But um, like even blankets and sheets, like Bridget and I keep our own set because you get into that discussion, you hear couples fighting about, oh, you're such a cover hog. You know what, you shouldn't have that problem because you don't you think you should have your own sheet and your own cover for that matter? Like I like we used to fight over the covers and we just said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to have our own system. And that is way, way better. So the same thing for the weighted blanket. I totally agreed to each his own. And, you know, you were talking about sleep disruptors and things of that nature. You know, create your own little sanctuary. That's what we're all about is, is really combining and mixing products to create something that's right for you specifically. All right. So if you're a retailer and you're listening to this, another great hook for you in social media, right? So ask the question to the community on your Facebook page. Hey, how can you create your own little personal sleep sanctuary, right? So get that little hug from your blanket, get the right bed that feels good under you to give you that same little hug, get yourself fitted for the right pillow, make sure temperature is a consideration and create your own incredible little ecosystem and personalize it because you deserve that and that will help you sleep better. So a lot of really great things to talk about in your advertising and in your social media. 
And it's also really huge because guess what? E-commerce guys can't do that. So Sarah, you're awesome. Thank you for the information. And I'm, uh, I think it's nap time. <laughs> Go on then. All right. we'll, we'll talk Thanks, to you. Mark. Bye. Bye-bye. Head over to purecare.com and you can check out all those great products from our friends at Pure Care. And thanks so much to, to Sarah. And uh, it was cool to be a part of their um, their 30% promotion. So thanks to everybody that hopped in there and took advantage of that. So great list, man. Great idea about how to make Christmas mattress buying season. I hope that people got some value. And what you should do is you should head over to the Dos Marcos Facebook page and comment on our post or, or share some of your ideas about how you can make Christmas mattress buying season. I, I love hearing from uh, our listeners. I, I have one more. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. So just think about like um, uh, the the sleep part of Christmas and the kids and um, thinking about the mattress as a gift, right? So you could really like play up the idea that it is a gift. It's not just a gift like you open a gift and there's wrapping paper and whatever. The gift is and the, the cliche of the one that keeps on giving. So you could really say, you know, you can give them this, you can give them that, but this is the one gift like they're going to get to enjoy for like 10 years. So make your gift the big one of like that wow gift, right? Because it's the one that they're going to get to enjoy every day. So, I love that. And, and it's a good reminder and it's a good season to plant that seed of a reminder you know, I was on a plane and I talked to a guy and he was asking about what business I was in and I told him the mattress industry. And he told me that him and his wife were like, we got to get a new mattress. And they went out and they tried to find one and they couldn't find what they wanted. And so that next Christmas, which was many months later, he gave his wife like a card and the card had a coupon, quote unquote, for a free mattress. You just have to go find your free, you know, find your mattress. He was like basically saying, let's go get our mattress together. An entire, he said an entire year passed. And in his stocking the next year, his wife gave him the same card back saying, let's go get a mattress. But it was such a hassle of an experience that they had put it off. And from the data I've seen, the average person puts it off about two and a half years until they actually finish that purchase from the time they recognize they need it. And he was very much in that camp. So even just like hearing that story and knowing that information, you could call it out, you know, call it out for people in your advertising. Make sure that you understand their pain and you're providing a solution to that problem about like, how easy you're going to make it. It's not just a gift for your other, either your spouse or someone in your family. It's a gift for yourself, right? So give it to each other. It's the gift that you can... So what are we going to get? Like Bridget and I go through this thing every year where we're like, what are we going to do? Let's not do anything. We'll just give, you know, so it's like, what are we? And so this is the one thing you could both agree on. Let's give this one to each other. Right. <laughs> and that's the gift for each other. I have an idea on the ad too. Wait, um, hold on. On that note though, oh, yeah. if you're going to, if you're going to give the gift to each other, have you ever like been in a situation where you got each other the same thing? What if the commercial was, the husband and wife both got each other the same thing. <laughs> Two mattresses. I know it's it's out there and it's a little outlandish, but it gotta be funny. I like it. You know, Lexus is really good at the car commercials during the holiday and they get that big red bow. 
You know what I mean? Like, think about that. You could like do something like take that big, big red bow and like the mattress base and like um, figure out something clever there. Um, an ad would be like um, the three wise men gave gold, frankincense, and myrrh because they were totally unaware of plane tickets to prime time event in Houston, uh, pillows and weighted blankets from Pure Care. Like if they had known, the, the three wise men had known about those three things, that's maybe what they would have given. Well, and if they would have known that little baby Jesus was in a manger, they probably yeah. would have got him a little baby bed. There you go. Something better than straw, right? So, Kinsley, I've, I've written down in just five or ten minutes or however long, um, we've got 13 or 14 ideas. Everything from caroling events to pictures with Santa um, to mistletoe on, uh, mistletoe on the headboard. So, uh, hopefully, um, if you're listening to this, you have retail stores, um, maybe you can think of something fun to do yourself or take one of these ideas and turn it into an opportunity to not only have fun in your stores, but sell stuff, right? Yeah, and if you're a rep or if you're somebody that deals with retailers and you're trying to give them something of value, send them this podcast and say, hey, just thought of you. Here are a few ideas that maybe get you um, going in the right direction for the holiday season. And we wish you all the best. And we hope that you can make Christmas mattress buying season. No doubt. Go to our Facebook page. Share with us your ideas and thoughts that we missed. How do you sell mattresses during the holiday or um do you just kind of treat it as any other holiday? So let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And like our stuff, right? Kinsley, on iTunes, they can go and click the like button, uh, write us a review, anything you can. Uh, share the podcast. We want people connected to it. It's the campfire for the industry after all. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. And I'm hot like a heater Bounce by the ounce, now we got it by the leader Well you take a spring and you wrap it up right You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it Lay back, you don't have to practice The best thing to happen to your mattress Get together to do it like I did Everybody get hybrid if you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Hybrid
right? Listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming when your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment. What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no. You need springs and foam, cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We got that type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Hybrid is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.